Would you like to tell us something about yourself? My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. All right, let's stay alert, people. News time. Entertainment news. Brought to you at the top of every hour. Tell me something good. Where talk is fun. My Talk 107.1. What do you want to tell us? Just tell us. Tell us. Well, just in case you wanted to buy her a gift, tomorrow is Taylor Swift's 34th birthday. Oh, I forgot. Whoops. Oh, what did... Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole and that's what led them here. Trapped inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. Watermelon Sugar. Hi. Happy show anniversary, Bradley. Is today the day? Yes. Oh my God, it's been a whole year. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Congratulations to us. Yeah, that's right. Come through, honey. Come through. Come through. Come through. We did. We came through for a year. Yes. We'll see if they want us to stay on well, for another year. Come through. Yeah. Keep going through. Yep. Uh, but we have to talk about um, Oprah and an interview. I think it's fitting, right? Yeah. Uh, I that mean, on the very kind of the same thing. Essentially, we are <laughs> in the same world is Oprah. We're doing the same thing is Oprah. We, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop yes, trying to what make. What are you doing? I'm complimenting no, this I was, girl. Leah's like, you are. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. I'm just kidding. You are. Leah. You are. Thank you. Uh, no, and by the way, that is Leah. That is not Mike. Oh, that's although right. Mike has been here for a year as well. I know. Mike, Mike is still around. He's just celebrating his uh, honeymoon. Finally. Finally. And Leah, you've been gracious enough yeah, to spend time you. with us this week. Thank you. Oh, happy to be here. Thanks, guys. We we do need to talk about Oprah, though, and specifically by, by way of Drew Barrymore. And I want you to hear something. Now, there is a visual and an audio, and I wanted to make two points about a cringy experience. You can find it on our show it's links a, page if the, you want to watch it. Perfect. Thank you. There's a double cringe moment. You're only going to hear the audio cringe first. So I want to just deal with the audio cringe first. Yeah. And then I'll tell you, that's actually not why everybody showed up to this story. I will then share with you why everybody showed up to this moment uh, with the other cringe moment that you can't hear, you can only see. But let's start with this little clip of Drew Barrymore talking to Oprah Winfrey on her very own show. Do it. Um, <laughs> something that I learned about you, because I, I didn't know this detail, was that you would spend time with the audience outside of the show oh, you were sure. filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every and day. one thing that I've done is spend time with the audience every day. And I had felt guilty for it. No, 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 no. It is necessary. And it's okay that it takes extra time. My crew used to be like, oh my God, how much time is she going to spend talking to that audience? Okay, by the way, I promise you. Will she please let the audience go so we can get the next audience in? Yes, you guys, you hear that? Every day, every day. Oh my God. Sitting with the audience. You are the human thought bubble of all 
the no, crew here, which no. we've launched with. No, no. But th that's why this is so hard to do without an audience. And I was complimenting you on the fact that you got through it without Thank an audience because it's almost because you're not getting their energy. It's their energy. It's their feedback. It's understanding whether whatever you're saying is connecting. Look at Lady in Red. See, she's nodding. She's like the Amen Choir. So to do it without anybody, applause to you. Thank I love you. us, by the way. <laughs> you mean radio every day. Let's, um, did you hear the cringe? Because I bet a lot of the audience listening is like, where's the cringe? Oh, yes. Where's the cringe for you, Don? The cringe is the, I, it's, uh, it's a humble brag that like, everyone thinks I'm weird for just spending extra time with these strangers. And I just wanted to validate myself right now by you validating me, but. <laughs> I'm so sorry okay. that I did a good thing. Absolutely. Oh, so when I God. listened to this, and I played this for Dawn this morning, I was like, I want you to listen for the cringe, because oh. the, the we were supposed to watch this video for one cringe, which I'll get There's to, but you can't, you can't hear it on, or you see it on the radio, obviously. But as you just laid it out, excuse me, she just did that thing where she was like, uh, I, I just, I wanted, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but I like to talk to the audience. And I get crap for talking to the audience. And she's like, oh, no, you're doing a great thing. Who would ever criticize somebody for talking to their audience on their very own talk show? Like, I get the crew stuff, but that's like a behind the scenes experience. Like, I get we that the crew, I get that the crew would be like, tick, like, come on, girl, we yeah, gotta go. We wanna go we home. Got, let's it's move their this job. through. But and that, so it's yours too, but, 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 but all of that to the audience, to this, the people listening are like, oh my God, she's amazing. She goes above and beyond to talk to us. Which, girl, I get what she's doing, but I'm like, and then to have Oprah, which, by the way, I, here's why I love Oprah, because she totally indulges that moment and then pays her a super nice compliment about how she did her show during the pandemic without an audience. So yeah. Oprah's like the and consummate professional. The Dis she shouldn't have. Okay, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't even have time oh, to go to that. Okay. Well, we're erasing that. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 no. You don't, I mean, you don't she have wants to. wants to erase that. That's yeah, she why wants this to. This is a publicity tour with Oprah. But, but, so Oprah's doing all this, and we're not even getting to the thing that's going on. So Oprah's <laughs> acknowledging her, loving her up, paying her a compliment. Meanwhile, here's the cringe that everybody else showed up for that was in all the tabloids today. Drew Barrymore, while telling this story, is curled up on the couch, feet up on the couch, like strangling Oprah's arm yeah. and caressing it intensely and, and has the entire time to hers like you're a praying motion except one hand is Drew's the other hand is Oprah's <laughs> she's holding Oprah's hand to her chest so tightly and the whole time you're thinking she wants her hand back she wants her hand and back. it's the almost the whole clip Finally, there's a yay moment, and she releases Oprah from her clutches. And Oprah, <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, I would have scooted back about five inches. Well, now I want to play the clip again, if you'll <laughs> indulge me. And Dawn, I want you to play the part. And you don't even have to watch the video. You remember just from watching it yeah. once. I want you to play the part of Oprah and... In your like, do Oprah in her head what oh, she's sure. saying, yeah. and I will play the part of the sound effect of Drew Barrymore's 
hand caressing Oprah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. now let's listen back. Do it. Um, <laughs> something that I learned about oh you God. because Why I, is she I holding didn't my hand right now. Oh you would spend time it's really been it's been 10 seconds <laughs> oh my god okay well i guess i'm just gonna have to deal with this and let it be normal but i don't let people touch me usually because i'm oprah okay well we're fully into this it's been 30 seconds of her holding my hand it's so tight oh my god still holding my hand i can barely get through this oh my god the couch get your pajamas why are you wearing that suit ah oh god she let me go god yes it literally was that awkward that whole time that whole time what you couldn't see was drew barrymore literally like one arm totally holding on to the other arm like wrapped around oprah's yeah fingers in mesh trying so it almost looks like she has i'm sorry she it almost looks like she has like Oprah's hand, like when you see it looks like praying hands, but yeah. one of them is Drew's and the other one is Oprah's. That's how tightly she's gripping it. Yeah, it's very tight. And um, I feel like everybody has moments where they're just not self-aware. Yeah. Drew Barrymore, I don't feel like. Well, she's curled up on the, it's she like is, she's at her best like, friend's house. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Savannah Chrisley during her podcast, but that's a podcast. Yeah. This is a network talk show and you're wearing a monochromatic blue suit so if you want to be curly like say let's curly. frame this if you want to be like, curly. curl up like let's frame this and say it's pajama time with oprah if, if you want to sit was that doing close, that she's so close to her too there it's like i don't even sit next to my mom that close i'm like can you get me some space well on is, christmas it would be like like, you know, two really good friends that haven't seen each other in a long time. I get it from Drew Barrymore's point of view and the picture she's painting, but you can feel in Oprah. Meanwhile, remember what I said at the beginning. Oprah, and you heard it the first time because we, all we did was listen to the words. <laughs> Oprah is being a consummate professional and indulging, and d- she, acknowledging. She does not have a choice. Not do it, but you can feel in Oprah like, I gotta get, and she does that thing where she starts to scoot towards the end and then freeze her hand and you can tell she is fully aware yes i have wrested my hand away from drew barrymore finally and drew is in a different category of celebrity like you know because of the history of her family she always has this you know and there's nothing wrong with that i think she's lovely well she has an intimacy with other a-list celebrities that most people don't have because she's she's royalty it would not be like Jenny Jones doing. Well, I mean, Jenny, Jenny Jones. Jones. I'm just told, you know. <laughs> Jenny Jones. Who makes a great cabbage roll, by the way? What, what the hell? She did a YouTube cooking show series years after she left the talk show. It's still available online, and she makes a cabbage roll. You're welcome. Well, God bless anyway, her. And I was just saying, there are people who don't have that intimacy with Oprah. I think Drew technically can get away with that because she is such a. She is like. Uh, oh, what a, like a very separate level of celebrity because in all of America's minds, she's that little girl from ET. She is, yeah. and she can turn on TCM and see her relatives most of the time. Like she puts it on. I've heard her say, which I think is so sweet that she doesn't have family really, and so she will has TCM on all day, 
just black and white movies playing because one of her dead relatives will be on there. It makes her feel like her family's there. Hmm. So I don't hate Drew Barrymore or anything. Oh, it's not about hate. It's just about she has an intimacy. Yeah, I just I I don't prefer her as a talk. Yeah, we all know Dawn is not the biggest fan of Drew Barrymore. That was actually one of the first things I learned about you. I just think, yeah, and I haven't admittedly someone will send me an email. I know like. I'm not going to watch it again, okay? <laughs> Just letting you know. Like, people will be like, well, you should try it now. I don't know when she's on, but isn't it during the show? It's oh, during the show, and there's so. definitely no way I'm going to go back and watch it. I just thought it was interesting when I saw, because I came to this story today, and if you're just joining us, it's the story that you've likely seen the headlines for or heard about it on uh, the other shows on the station. Drew Barrymore manhandling Oprah <laughs> during <laughs> interview. Fans outraged. But it wasn't just one as I was going through the story today. It wasn't just page six because, you know, it was kind of clickbaity like sure fans outrage. That means they just they just pulled out a couple Twitter comments or Instagram comments from people. But then it was page uh, not only page six, but then it was TMZ and then it was the Daily Mail. And then it was, you know, all of those tabloids were leading with that story. And I thought okay, how miserable was this thing? And I watched it and I felt for Oprah in that moment. I was like, that girl, she wants off that couch. She does. And if, if the body language is, yes, you're clutching my hand and you're holding it like, if you don't stop holding it, it's going to fall off. What do you do when somebody does that to well, you? Well, her neck is as back as far as you can get it. And her body, her chest is back. <laughs> like, I got to back up, but I can't with my arm. So I'm going to do it with my body. Yeah. You know, have you ever been in that situation where someone's holding your hand? Well, they're just like engaging you too close. Yes. I have a bubble that I don't don't like. Don't we all? But like I it's really weird to me when people get Mm. that close Mm -hmm. and I feel very uncomfortable. Like I'm dying inside. If you get right up next to my face, I don't like it. Yeah. Even if you're a coworker and I know you, like, back up, yo. Yeah, well, you know how, like, there are clearly people, because I feel the same way. I have a huge bubble. And once somebody starts getting in my bubble, I'm like, what is going on here? And then you back up, and then they back up, and then you back up some more, and you're like, they're not getting the hint. Yeah. I hope I don't ever do that to you. Yeah, constantly. No, because (gasps) I'm aware of your bubble. Yeah. Right? I am not a bubble pusher. Yeah, I'm not pushing into other people's bubbles, Me like sitting either. in their lap. But we all know people who do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you trying to? S- oh. oh, I can't right now. But I'll- you can't. I we'll can't do it during the break. It. Okay. So during the. I want to know. Okay, this well, Leah, do you know? I'll tell you later. Okay. Oh, Leah, Jesus. do you want to do a dirt alert? A short dirt alert. Sorry, we overtalked. <laughs> I could definitely do a little dirt alert. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Remember that one time on Jason and Alexis? I'm walking to the security area of Disney Springs, and as I'm walking... Has the latest in entertainment and beyond. It's Leah with the Dirt Alerts. Well, hello. Hello Well, I'm a little excited about this story today. She's got a new podcast, and she is spilling the tea. Who? Well, forget what you've heard, what you've read, and what you think you know about Shannon Doherty. This is her story, and she's ready to tell it all. Oh, so she's got a new podcast. This is the description of Shannon Doherty's new podcast. Let's be clear. Okay. And she's just going for it. She has nothing left to lose. And she cleared some things up in her first episode that aired last week, um, including that uh, the 90210 star blames Alyssa Milano 
for causing a weird divide between her and Holly Marie Combs um, when they were on the hit wow, series she, Charmed. She's going all in on the first episode. Oh, yes, Charmed. So we remember this from like the 90210 uh, yeah. post-op, uh, the 2001s yeah. era here. When her you know, star was super hot post-90210, and she was seen as sort of like the bad girl. She, she was, was like kind of bitchy-seeming, but I think that was just, I don't know. Well, I'm sure a lot of it had to do with the way Hollywood treats women generally, right? Thank there has you. to be, a, if you're a strong woman, you're a bitch. That's if you're a brunette, right. you're a bitch. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, right? Yeah. I mean, really. Like, 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 no blonde show. bitches. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm actually intrigued about this podcast. So uh, Shannon actually claimed on her podcast, let's be clear on Monday, that Milano... Alyssa Milano and her family actually tried to pull Holly Combs away from her, despite knowing that Shannon and Holly were inseparable best friends. In fact, even when Combs was hospitalized in the late 90s for her surgery to remove a potentially cancerous tumor, uh, Milano and her mother actually prevented uh, Shannon to go visit oh her in God. the hospital. Weird. Oh Why? What was just just pettiness? I think it's just pettiness is what they were getting into. And Shannon Doherty said at the time she really had an issue with hospitals. Uh, she really hated to go to them. She was scared to death. She waited 24 hours after Holly's surgery to go in. And then it wasn't easy for her to get in. Like Alyssa Milano and her mother actually blocked her. Oh, my God. Shannon, she's telling everything. I'm very curious to see if Alyssa responds Nobody's going to. Come after her. What do you mean? Shannon Doherty. Hmm. I don't think anyone's I mean, going to. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think Alyssa should come back. She should well, apologize. I just feel like Alyssa, that's, it, that's her only choice. I feel like at some point Alyssa might. Because Alyssa is an outspoken woman. Like she has made headlines in the news mm-hmm. before about saying uncomfortable or things that, you know, rubbed people the wrong way. So. Yeah. So she's the Leah Michelle in all of this, it sounds like. <laughs> well, and during this latest podcast, episode two, Shannon actually responded to Alyssa's 2021 claims um, that she addressed in her book, Alyssa's essay collection, Sorry, Not Sorry. Uh-oh. And uh, Shannon said, obviously, I'm never reading her book because it's sorry, not sorry. So right there, you know, oh, no. it tells me you're not freaking sorry. Direct quote from Brenda herself. Mm-hmm. From Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. She's on the cover of People this week, and there's a nice article in there about her. Um, you know this because it actually arrived at your house. It did. I was going to bring it in this morning. I well, forgot. We'll, but we'll read it I'll tomorrow. I'll bring it tomorrow. It's good uh, bathroom material. Thank That's you, right. Dawn. Yeah. And uh, Leah, thank you yeah, for that Yeah, I didn't do alert. anything. Well, you, you're bringing... <laughs> Uh, oh, the People magazine. Bathroom material in for us. <laughs> when we come back from a dirt alert to blind items, do you want to play some blind items, you guys? Yeah. Absolutely. Whole half hour of Juicy Bits of Gossip with the names left out in our show within a show. It's Blinded by the Item right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Talk is fun. Oh, this is such a happy time. My Talk 1071. Everything. And together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. Well, let Oprah go. That's what I say. Drew Barrymore is clutching on to Oprah Winfrey mm. on her show. Mm. Everybody's talking about so it. Awkward. It was a little awkward. Um, so very awkward. And not just because of the clutching, mostly because of what she was actually saying, which was a big, fat, humble brag for herself. <laughs> and forcing Oprah to, you know, acknowledge your humble brag yeah. is just... That's and criminal. physically be attached to her. Yeah. Well, like, meanwhile, oh. while stroking her forearm in a way that made it seem like Oprah was was kind of like her security blanket. You know, like yeah. she was just petting. Yeah. 
And Oprah's dying inside, probably. (laughs) Not really, because she's Oprah, but still. she's like, whatever, but still. It's just a weird thing, so you can catch that online anywhere you find your tabloid information. (laughs) (laughs) Google it, I think uh, is what you're saying. I think, so Mike is not here this week. He's on his honeymoon. Thank God he's enjoying himself and his new bride. His new bride. Now, Leah is filling in, and she's going to participate with me, and Bradley, you're going to deliver the blind items. So, Leah, you're going to play along with Dawn. Are you ready? I am. All right, let's get right to the blind items, kids. Yeah. This one, um, I think you'll do okay. All right. The always campaigning, A-list, mostly movie actor, has started throwing his biggest Oscar competition under the bus. No naming names. But his descriptions make it pretty obvious. Oh, okay. So I think, Leah, we should, unless you just know it off the top of your head. I don't. Okay. Let's see who was nominated for Best Actor for the Golden Globes, because a lot of times the same actors are Oscar nominated. We don't know the Oscar nominations yet, but we just well, again, the Golden Globes. You're looking for an A-list, mostly movie actor, yeah. uh, and he thinks he's Oscar competition. And I will say, we've talked about this person constantly scheming for Oscars on a regular basis. Oh, But his competition also, I would say, an A-list, mostly movie actor. Okay, is Bradley Cooper involved in this? Got it in one! Oh, oh my god! Right out of the gate! Wow. Good job, Leah. Is he... But who's the competition? Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh. No. And they oh. are referencing, and there's a specific story, which we'll get to, that this blind item is referring to uh, when we say throwing under the bus. Uh, I'm going to say Adam Driver. It's a good guess, but no. Okay. What about that dude from the Banshees of Inishirin? Um, not very Keoghan. Keoghan, okay. Or however the Irish pronounce it, because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Saoirse Ronan, that's the only one that I can do. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see, who else is A-list? Out? Well, now, Don, you had a strategy. I, okay, so the Golden Globe-nominated actors, I paid more attention to the actresses. <laughs> um, so we had Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep, so it's not Leo. Right, we had... Um, Adam Driver in some capacity. I don't know that was that Ferrari. Ferrari, yeah. Um, which is confusing because there is also a movie called Ford versus Ferrari. It was nominated, me as well, but that I'm was like, last come, year, right? Come Two up years with ago? another name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like guys, come on, like call it Fast Car or something. Um, all right, you're Who stalling. Else? Because she's trying to figure out. I'm helping. Helping? I'm helping. Helping what? Helping delay the answer, which um, you can get to. All you have to do is Google it, honey. Oh, well, I don't want to Google it. Meaning the competition. It should be obvious to you because it is the most, I would say, widely. Well, I don't want to give too much of it away. But just think of the biggest movies of the year. Oh, oh, um, the Oppenheimer dude. Killian Murphy. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So Bradley now Bradley Cooper is jealous of Killian Murphy. You should be because he's going to win. Bradley Cooper has started throwing Killian Murphy under the bus, not by naming names, but his descriptions make it pretty clear. So he was doing an interview and talking about his role because Bradley Cooper remembers in. Maestro. Maestro. Maestro, which we haven't seen yet, and he directed it as no, well. No, it comes out, what, on the 20th? 20th, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Uh, 
And in the interview, he says the following. I feel like you couldn't have made poor things if you didn't have a tremendous amount of prep. And it's the same thing with Maestro. This wasn't like you got a call and in six months you're going to do it. This had to have taken years. Now, remember I said he's not naming names. He's being very vague about it. And the vagueness is the uh, understanding, apparently, that Killian Murphy got a call to do uh, Oppenheimer Oppenheimer from Christopher Nolan from Christopher Nolan because they had worked together and he asked him to do it. And so fans were then calling him out saying, oh, that's Bradley Cooper's way of totally shading, you know, Oppenheimer, perhaps his biggest competition. Killian Murphy's just, oh, I didn't just get handed the role. I had to prepare for this role for years. Oh, yes. Okay, that's fine. But Killian Murphy killed it well i mean it was so good in my opinion in my opinion just because he's trying to throw him under the bus doesn't mean he was successful (laughs) if you are a normal human being that has any sense if you think about how you want to come across to the public you should honor other people nominated go man i don't know i don't think i'm going to win because killian murphy is amazing and all the other people have you seen killers of the flower moon like that's what you need to do because the public is just going to perceive anything else as like my ego is but flaring up. I will say, maybe he likes it. Maybe he's like, <laughs> I'm that guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm so good. I can tell the truth. Oh, okay. No, I see what you're saying, Don. I like what you're bringing there. It's you got to be like Beyonce no, and Taylor. No, I think like it's absolutely the correct other. way yeah. of behaving. But I don't. I think sometimes <laughs> people with ego don't do what's in their best interest oh for sure because their ego gets in the way that's true and we're all guilty of that sometimes well some more than others perhaps (laughs) in this case Bradley (laughs) Cooper you ready for another blind item yeah Yeah. this foreign born a minus list actress is threatening to hold up production on a very hit series because of all her crazy demands ooh Foreign-born, A-list actress is threatening to hold up production on a very hit series. Mm. Who is the A-list actress? Who is foreign-born? Are we going to say... I'm going to say Millie Bobby Brown. Me too! Oh my god! She's just killing it today! (laughs) That's what I was going to say too! Well, you're both killing it then. Yeah, she's... mm, Get it over with. These kids are going to be like 30. uh, Because she is absolutely right. You're both correct. Millie Bobby Brown according to this blind item, is threatening to hold up Stranger Things. Stranger Things production because of crazy demands. Now, I don't know what those crazy demands are. I don't know if this blind item is true, but that's what the blind item suggests. Mm-hmm. I did go looking and I couldn't find anything other than they are scheduled tentatively to begin production on the final series in January, but there's no uh, specific mm. date. Okay. If they can work everything out. Listen, this could be just another thing where it's like, you know, here's a strong young woman who deserves a good contract. And then we're going to call her like bitchy. You well, know? I, I will mm-hmm. say, like, if you follow the blind items, she is mm, this is not the first time that she's been mentioned in blind items. And uh, they seem a little sour on her. Okay. That she's yeah. a little uh, problematic. Mm. But whether that's true or not, you never know. It's just that's what the blind items would have us believe. 
Okay. I've heard that too. And just, you know, I, and I kind of saw it as when she came out maybe a couple of years ago and they talked about her kind of quote unquote attitude. Mm-hmm. I think it's a young woman having boundaries. Yeah. You know? Well, and as, as Dawn, you said as well, anytime a woman sort of steps out of those boundaries, you're bitchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're demanding. You're a pill. You're hard to work with. Yeah. So, or maybe but then sometimes you are a pill and guess what? There are all kinds of people in the world. So I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess is what I'm saying. True. Especially Plus, if you're doing it in the uh, formative years of your life when you're right. trying to figure out who you are. When they're like, here, you're 12. Let's make you um, just the centerpiece of a show. And also kind of the public sexualized her, which I found to be super creepy. When she was like 13. Mm. I'm like, what is going on? Did you notice that, Leah? Yeah. It was like, I'm confused. How old is she? Oh, 13. It's like, all right. So anyway, (laughs) Natalie Portman's probably over there going, yeah, hi. Right. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when teenagers have to have love scenes or kiss scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a story. Absolutely. And when you hear like the experiences of young actresses from especially like 10 plus years ago, Mm. It's just bizarre to me. Yeah. Remember that whole thing with Ashton Kutcher? Who is the actress? That Mila he, Kunis. Well, his wife now? Mila? It was Mila Kunis. And then there was another one where okay. they were talking about um, just the... Was it a kissing scene? Well, was it? Or did it stem with the with Danny Masterson? Uh, yeah. Was involved in There's this There's just too. a lot of gross. It's a lot, it's of, a lot of gross. Should we do another blind girls. item and get away from that uh, for now? Okay. Okay. Let's try this one. I think you guys are just killing it today. So let's try this one. Might be a little harder for you, too. This A-list actor slash sometime director skipped a big holiday family event. Things are not looking good for his marriage. Oh, this A-list actor, sometimes director. A-list actor, sometime director. You are correct. Skipped a big holiday event with his family. Thanksgiving? Can I guess that first? Well, we don't know what the holiday event. It could have been like a family party of some kind for the holidays. I don't know. Mm. I think I have a guess. What do you think, Don? No, go ahead. Is it? This is out there. Is it Adam Sandler? I like that you're thinking out there. I I don't think it's Adam Sandler, according to the comments on this particular blind item. Mm. But tell me why you think Adam Sandler. Oh, well, I just... you know, I, I think there's a lot of stuff going on for his family right now with his kids entering the industry. And I always just oh. kind of think that changes a dynamic when you kind of see, you know, the kids are getting older and branching out. And, you know, I'm not saying there's been, you know, rumors out there or anything like that. But, yeah, I mean, that would make it. sense, though. And yeah. it's Hanukkah. It has logic <laughs> yeah. to it. It's not just. She's bringing the bringing the details. All right. Yeah. Don, OK. Sometimes director. Um, A-list actor, sometime director. OK. Um, is it Ryan Reynolds? Mm. It is not Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Well, wh- does he direct dramas? I'm sure he's directed dramas. OK. I don't think he's known for directing a particular genre of okay. film. OK. But he's definitely known as a actor, sometime director. So most known for his acting. Okay. But definitely known for his directing and really known for being an actor, sometime director. Oh, is this okay? <laughs> is this Ben Affleck? It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that was just 
Ooh. That one was almost too obvious. Like, kind of, right? you say that. Yeah. Because he is like the quintessential actor, sometime director. Anyway, let me fill in the blind. Ben Affleck skipped a big holiday family event. Things are not looking good in his marriage. <laughs> okay. I mean, how do they have that? Anyway, we can't fight with the blind items. They're just oh, I don't know if are. the blind item is right. I think that this conversation, I will say when I read this, I thought, oh, the conversation about this marriage going south has been bubbling in blind items for months now. You know, whether it's true or not, who knows? But this has certainly been a conversation happening in the blinds that he's miserable, poor, miserable Ben Affleck. It's just because he has re- resting bitch face. Yeah, he does. But he seems like he'd be a lot to put up with. Kind of, yeah. I don't know though. Yeah, I think ask they're Jennifer both. Garner. I'm sure she has some words about that. I feel like both he and Je- this is why their marriage may make perfect sense though, because I feel like they're both high maintenance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know a lot. I honestly don't know a lot about him other than he is a sober person. You know what I mean? Other than like he's his movie roles. Oh, I don't sure. Really, and that he. You know, this is Benifer again. Jennifer. Yeah. We're together. I just mean, like, if you think of, like, these two, they both seem, like, she seems like everything is so well choreographed and planned <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes. he doesn't look but together. <laughs> and he's always sort of the victim of that. Yeah. So, like, his mess and her, like, overbearingness, just, I just feel like that might be a good combo, you know, yeah. in an odd sort of way. Which is why I, I, I'd question whether the blind items are true. But ultimately, if they split... We will say the blind items had it correct yet again. And we're worried because she just sold her last single home. And so did he. So they have to live together. Now they, oh, yeah, they have no in choice. That $60 million dollar mansion by the sea. <laughs> I mean, they're stuck with each in other. That big you ass can't house. turn a corner without seeing her. There she is. Turn a corner, meaning there's like 60 corners yeah. that they're going to have to turn before <laughs> they, they get to each other. They have walkie-talkies. And they're like, I'm, okay, take a left. Now, I think you're in the atrium on floor two. They're going to have to put air tags complex. on each other to keep track of where they are. <laughs> Should we do another plane? Yeah. All right, kids. Here's one for you. I don't think this is a hard one, but definitely some conversation will happen. Okay. The illiterate one was not going to let her sister-in-law dominate the news with Christmas greetings and force her team to work overtime to produce something they could release for the holidays. Oh, Okay, so this is a uh, Jenny Jones. It is not <laughs> Jenny Jones. <laughs> the illiterate one. Yeah. So. And her sister-in-law. And her sister-in-law. Oh, oh yes. <gasps> I don't hear all the details. Go, go ahead. What, uh, what, what? The illiterate one wasn't going to let her sister-in-law dominate the news. Oh. Are we talking the Jonas family? Okay. No, that's a good guess though, because yeah. sisters-in-law. Yeah. Doing it uh, for themselves, the illiterate one. Yeah. So we're thinking of like Jenny Jones, Wendy. Stop Williams. with Jenny Jones, <laughs> Wendy Williams. But uh, that should be your clue, not like a Kim a Kardashian illiterate person. Yeah. The, the illiterate person. The illiterate, illiterate. Um. We got to think all of the two, illiterate people. So two bro- uh, brothers that we know. Yeah. And they're famous brothers. Yeah. We we've eliminated the Jonas. Yeah. Clan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know this. I do. So, oh, yeah. uh, shoot. I was thinking of Baldwin's, but that's not it. A Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Well, this is a woman. But this is the woman. Yes. Yeah. I, I was just thinking famous brothers. It's not Billy Baldwin. Um, are it, are the brothers attractive? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to yeah, yeah. I mean, are I, they like the public oh, would say? Chris Hemsworth is this Chris Hemsworth? You're overthinking or, it. Okay, Liam Hemsworth. Okay, literally of all the families in headlines. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> of which one of the most famous <laughs> okay. has an illiterate name and is known for having an illiterate name. Like Kim Kardashian. Is it a Kardashian? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know you know this. I, uh, but I don't right now. You do. My brain is hurting. So think about famous families. Now, do you notice anything I didn't say describing any of these people? The name of who it is. Well, <laughs> Yes. And what is that? What else is typical or common in a blind item? Oh, well, you said celebrity, right? Oh, you didn't no. say which list they're on. I didn't say any of that. Oh, you didn't say. Oh, list. oh you didn't say celebrity. No. What did you say? <laughs> Again. I said Ultra-base. the illiterate one. The a- Oh, Megan Markle. Thank you. Oh, oh God, she whoa. got there. Oh. Okay, okay. You guys, okay. Oh. And the sister-in-law? Okay. Fill in the blind. Oh, fill in the blind. Well, I will, but tell me who the sister-in-law is. Well, Kate. Kate Middleton. Yeah, well, now you're like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously, come on. <laughs> All right, let me fill in the blind. Meghan Markle wasn't going to let Kate Middleton dominate news with Christmas greetings and videos and forced her team to work overtime to produce something they could also release to the masses for the holiday. Oh. Okay. Now, actually, to that point, because first of all, we know the blind items are, are very dark on Meghan Markle in terms of like negative coverage. Oh, they're yeah, always sure. they're always going after like the most it's just so stupid negative stories. But I then went looking because I was like, well, was there something where they released? And I couldn't find that they've released anything. So this is just like Megan and Harry. picture. The 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 Kate Middleton, obviously. I know, because uh, the little Louis prince, his finger? fingers gone. <laughs> yeah, well, his fingers gone, and there's a crown on his head. Did you notice that? A crown. That was the other point. Okay, so what we're talking about? Because the audience, probably, well, yeah, I don't know what you're talking hold about. on. So Kate part. Middleton like released the family photo, crown? and the family photo, which this blind item is referring to, uh, included which prince was it? Well, uh, it's got the whole family. It's got the whole family, but the finger missing. Oh, uh, Louis. Louis. Yeah, and I think one. it was also Louis who there was like a shadow of a crown on his head. Oh, for the love of God. And everybody was like, oh my God, it's like, you it's know. It's the ghost of Christmas well, past. Well, I just read Christmas the, future. the thing about the staging of the children that the the whole picture looks like a Gap ad from 1994. Oh, Wasn't that interesting? I see. So his hair but, is kind of like. It kind yeah, of looks like there's a crown. It does. Oh. Sideways. So they were saying, and I read this on, you know, some internet website that they. Some internet that, website. <laughs> yes, Leah. Okay, boomer. Um, <laughs> but Charlotte had to be seated because the boys needed to be taller than her in the photo. Oh. Did you read this? That makes me ill. It makes me so ill. You could just see some palace stooge saying that, though. Like, mom, we need to take. Uh, uh, you know, we need to put Charlotte on a chair because we don't want the future she sovereign. Do, yeah, we don't want her to look more yeah. powerful. She will never rule anything. Poor Charlotte. Come on, Charlotte. I, I think that's, while it sounds like complete 
tabloid website gossip or what did you say internet website gossip? <laughs> the internet site it's totally believable <laughs> yeah it is like you we need to minimize you as a girl i mean they do I they have to minimize it not her. only because she's a girl but because she's not in line for the throne well yeah she's not like 27 close in line for the throne right yeah i guess technically she probably is pretty close though what How do is we she? know he doesn't How does have a missing work, finger Wait, what, what well, about the Well, it looks like it's, it's Photoshop. Like, yeah. they did a bad Photoshop, and they forgot to include all the digits. In the... <laughs> it's like, but why like, oh, we don't need like that AI. last finger. Yeah, they did Photoshop an AI that? royal family photo. I gotta zoom in on this more. Okay, I'll do this on my own time. Okay, you want to do a blind item? Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's what we're doing here. Blind item to you. All right, let's see. I want to give you something fun and good. Fun and good. Yeah. Let's try this one. Well, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. No, I'm not. This A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actor with at least three franchises to his name has a female companion with him as he travels who is not his longtime very much disliked by fans partner. Tom Hanks? A-plus, A-list, mostly movie actor with at least three franchises to his name has a female companion with him, and it's not his partner. His partner, by the way, who is very much disliked by the public. Yeah. Will not, Smith? Rita Wilson isn't hated by people. Yeah, I, I didn't. Think. I yeah. don't think I so. I just thought I'd throw Is it Will Smith? It is not okay. Will Smith. But that uh, actually, you know what's interesting is, I will give you like a, a silent ding. That was a guess. <laughs> and people actually included a photo of this random woman behind Will Smith, but people then debunked. Oh. Who she was or something, but that is not who we're talking about. Okay. But okay. good guess. Um, let's see. So think of A plus A list mostly movie actors with at least three franchises. All right. Ryan Reynolds. Does he have three? It's a good guess. That is not correct. I don't know how many franchises he has, but probably three. Mm-hmm. Um are we talking? Is this an older gentleman? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how to I say guess. that. <laughs> MC and I the other day were musing about that phrase, "older gentleman." Fifty nine. Fifty. Okay, no, that's not older gentleman to me. Is this in a comic book uh, franchise genre? I think so. Yes. Okay. I think one of them for sure. Well, yeah, actually, two of them might be, or at least there have to be comic book adaptations okay. of these things. Okay, I'm confused. If not. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. He's too, not good with the Marvel thing. I don't think he's in any of the Marvel movies. And we're thinking more superhero kind of versus like a James Bond. Like, are there special effects in these films? There are definitely special okay. effects. I would not we'll quite. Uh, okay. One of them actually. Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's not Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaurs are cool. The though. one I don't know series. Like I don't know what kind, like what the series is, but it's like a person's name. Is this Alec Baldwin in it Hilaria? Okay. Well, no one likes her. Oh, it's a person's name. Yeah, and I will say the reason. Oh, okay. oh go ahead. No, all right. So the a franchise is like a person's name. Yeah. Oh. Harry Potter. It is not Harry Potter, and I'm going to get you <laughs> close. Um, Come on. 
I don't know how to just without giving it to okay, you. Okay, um, let's see. Let's start naming Tom Cruise. He doesn't have a partner. One of his franchises, they were time travelers, him and oh, a fun guy. Tra- oh, okay. Two fun um, guys traveling through uh, time. Oh, fun guys. Fun guys. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Yes! Oh, Keanu Reeves, she good job. There. Okay. okay. Oh. So Keanu Reeves uh, has a lady traveling with him. And by the way, it's not his very much disliked by fans partner. Oh, for God's sake. Because remember so. how much grief they were giving his Because he lady married friend? a normie. Yeah, because she looked totally normal. And people were like, she looks old. It's like you're used to people covering up their gray and <laughs> exactly. not looking their appropriate age because they're all in Hollywood. Exactly, because people are terrible, Dawn. I don't what have like we learned that. on today's blind items? People are terrible. People are terrible. And that you guys did a great job again Thank solving you. those blind items. And dear listeners, if you like to play the home game, download to your heart's content wherever you download podcasts. And by the way, we have a new website. It's called blindedbytheitem.com. Go there, like and subscribe leave us reviews send us email or hot tips you got any hot gossip yeah did you see a celebrity tell us blindedbytheitem.com and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new crop of say it with me blinded Blinded by the the item bye this is such a great time my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's a new year of dental benefits and that means an opportunity to get some of the best dental care in the twin cities so Let's get a good start to 2023, making your appointments. And I'm telling you, whether it's regular checkups, cleanings, or procedures you've been putting off, or maybe you've got questions about dental implants. Not a day goes by since my dental implant procedure. I have not been grateful for my new smile from Dakota Dental. They are truly dental implant specialists in the state of Minnesota. You want to go to them. I promise. My experience was amazing. If you have any questions about them, I want you to ask them. I mean, I I would happily answer your questions, but they'll be able to give you all the technical information you need. So whether it's regular checkups, dental implants, or more, call the best dentist in the Twin Cities at dakotadental.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. As temperatures drop in Minnesota, we all know that one person who is always cold. Who am I kidding? In my friend group, it's me. I'm Heidi from Animal Emergency and Referral Center of Minnesota.